last season fused together in the white-hot essence of the Cosmographicum Mysterium. Five witches took control of a time machine. Their minds, their very souls have become one. Their destinies bound together for weal or woe. This is a warning. This episode contains mature themes, including violence, body horror, and death. Viewer discretion is advised. Now, we reunite after all this time. But seemingly, no time has passed. Instead, time has anti-passed. It has unwound, spooled down, evaporated, unraveling from the year 2020 down to 1692. And the guilty party has control of a time ship. The time ship has no name yet, but it is in the shape of an Ouroboros winding in upon itself. The Ouroboros is also a dungeon-like adventure pit, which has a whole bunch of rooms, including the engine room, which is powered by the Fae slash is the Fae slash Arcadia. As time changes and is obliterated around you. You all feel it through Parallax's time senses because you have become one. What you think is voiced to other people. If you would like to not voice a thought, you may ask to roll a composure check to keep it to yourself. But otherwise, you have complete access to everything that each other is thinking. What are you each thinking as time unwinds? I don't want anyone to know what I'm thinking. So I'm definitely gonna try to roll a composure check. Is composure what? Just Just composure, just straight composure. You could spend a willpower if you would like. Uh, Two successes, do I keep it to myself? Um, yes, Parallax, you are holding on to whatever it is that you are really thinking. And people can tell that. Specifically, Rex can tell that. He's an NPC Mastigos mage that you brought along with you. And because Rex can tell that, everyone can tell. So, it is clear that Parallax is holding something back. And if you want to, you could try to make him reveal what it is. Ermengarde, or Ethel Stubbs, as your mage name is. What um, what are you thinking as time unravels? Ethel is wondering how far back in time she would have to go to just become one version of herself again. At the moment, both of you are linked. You are 
physically and mentally linked as I think one of the Ethels is holding on to the shoulders of the other one as they both touch the Cosmographica. You feel that if you wanted to right now, you could merge those two beings with Hannah's life magic and Rex's mind magic into a singular consciousness slash physical body. In fact, all five of you could merge into a physical body if you wanted to. Yeah, as much as Hannah is into like collectivism, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and what is Hannah thinking as time unwinds? Oh, Hannah's thinking, did I just meet my mom and did I just blink my mom out of existence? And then is also thinking of Back to the Future and wondering if they're going to blink out of existence too. Um, that's right. Your mother was one of the previous owners of the time ship. One of the ones who was trying to stop you from leaving. Another one of those beings was Ethel's grandmother inside of Ethel's body. And there was also poor brother Finnegan, a puppet for the crew. But one of their own, Blanche Floor, had betrayed them and kind of left the keys to the time ship, waiting for you to come and rev it up. Which brings us to Mona. What are you thinking? Mona's mind is everywhere. <clears throat> Mona's like, ah, ah, we're going back in time. Oh no, this is probably not good. Also, Parallax, what are you hiding from all of us? You can share if you want to. We're your friends. Oh my gosh. Yes, I think you should combine and become one. Wouldn't that be so cool? I'm so scared. What's happening? All of your thoughts are overlaid by this thought all of the time. Additionally, your manifestation of this room is on fire. The whole thing is on fire. This is fine. Yeah, but Hannah really is like, no, this is fine. It's going to be okay. We're all alive. And we'll figure it out. Um... But is do you want to manifest anything into the room or do anything at all? You have all of the arcanum right now. I would like to merge the two Ethels into one Ethel, but it is very clear that Ethel is worried that it better be like the hottest, best version of the merging and not like four arms and two left legs. All right. Um, would you roll Hannah's life pool? Life plus gnosis. Or Hannah can roll. Hannah, you can do it. I trust you. Um, and Hannah actually has oh, only one willpower left. Twelve. Uh, if you want to, you can use anyone's willpower here. 
Uh, I have willpower you can use. Um, yeah, perfect. Um, Ethel, can you kind of borrow some of your willpower to make this the best and hottest version of you? Oh yeah, I'll give you as much will as you need. How much? <laughs> Let's take one and then that's three extra. Um, the other thing is that even though this is actually not an overreach for you because you are just so good at life magic it is however a uh minus 10 penalty since you are trying to make it permanent 10 minus 10 do you want some more will oh yeah (laughs) i have one more and that, and then that puts it with one more willpower that puts it to the dice pool five. Um, well, you can only spend w- one willpower on a roll, getting three dice. But what you could do is you could use magical tools or oh, right. high speech or any of your other yantras to improve your spellcasting bonus. Thank you. I totally forgot about yantras. Um, Okay, so uh, does so Ethel has so we're already connected. Yes. So we're touching. Yes, I'm gonna say it's a plus two bonus. You're right. The yantra cool. of touch. So that's minus eight, um, and then I guess I'm also going to use high speech. Plus two. And and say pretty much all for one and one for all um and i don't think i have anything on me anymore so i don't have like a objects right so rolling at a minus six penalty with a plus three bonus for willpower i'm also going to roll for rex minus six plus three is minus three you can feel Rex concentrating on the spell. He's using willpower to try to get it done. Oh, I rolled nothing higher than a four. <laughs> oh. So no. what happens is the two Ethel's minds do converge and you begin to think the same thoughts. Your bodies begin to squelch into one on the physical outside. But then they unsquelch and reject each other and turn back into two separate beings. The whole ship shakes as what are you thinking as this happens, Ethel? I mean angry so disappointed you all feel it the anger disappointment the being of hannah appears in the room everyone is feeling their intentions towards them rex is going to manifest he looks like a younger version of himself less disheveled here but he's got a serious hard look in his eye and says don't get distracted control your emotions we can try again. 
the Ethel's rolled her eyes and you all feel that. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try again. Can I see if the Ethel's, because we're all otherwise still connected, right? So yeah, you're all I holding hands in the physical world. We're all holding hands, okay. I can give you willpower again. Okay, yeah, that'd be great. Um, and then I'll use the same yantras and. Okay, I would like to use exceptional luck, fate level two to uh, grant extra dice uh, equal to the number of successes to the next roll. Do you have that as a rope? Yes, I do. Well, then you get free reach when you cast the spell and that's enough to give you the plus two to affect uh, the next spell casting roll. And the other thing that you can do is you can add your rote skill to the, your die pool as one of your yantras. So you'll roll fate plus gnosis plus your rote skill. How many dice is that for Mona? Uh, let's see, phase two plus gnosis, that's seven, plus my investigation two. So that's nine. Seven. I got two successes. <laughs> We're going to get you that body, Ethel. Ethel's. Yeah. Um, so you're going to so add you two dice. You're going to add the spell's potency to this roll. So add two more dice from it just being exceptionally lucky that this thing happens. Okay, so I'm gonna do the same, same mantras. That was six, and now it'll be plus two, six, eight. eight. Better than last time. Rex only got a success, but he got a success. Um, am I getting any other roll again besides tens? No, just tens. No. Right, then just two successes. But two successes. All right, with two successes, that's enough to fuse the two Ethels into one body. Yay! Is Hooray! it? Is You're it gorgeous! <laughs> How does that look on the physical world i mean like does ethel look super hot or does it yeah, look really yeah. upsetting I mean, when the two of them like mush into each other but i guess any and one. all it's like of a the fusion. above it's like a yeah. fusion from steven universe i mean i was thinking of like the bodies are melting <laughs> <laughs> and then pushing together and re-solidifying. <laughs> I was thinking more like Dragon Ball Z when it's just a bright light and then they become somewhat. No, this know? is life yeah. magic. It's messy and gross. Yeah. They can still be a fighting light. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, Ethel, singular. Thank goodness. (laughs) How does it feel? Are you like extra wise with all of your different memories now? Is that weird to have? 
like different timelines in your head? Yeah. How well did this go off? Do I have just a, a one functioning brain? Do I now have two people's sets of memories? Uh, you have a one functioning brain and two people's sets of memories in your cool. body. But it's not that weird because it had already started to happen when you had joined into this thing. It's like you're already all one being. So you're having this conversation inside your heads. You're also Hannah. You're also Mona. This is okay. still, still pretty weird. Unbelievably weird. I'm happy I have the right number of limbs. And I'm only so much also Hannah and also Mona <laughs> and also Parallax. And don't forget Rex. And also Rex. Yeah, and Parallax's fiance. No. She's not touching us though, yeah, right? Yeah, she's not part of the circuit. Oh yeah. It's a In strange fact- time. She is just standing there as time (laughs) is frozen around her and one Ethel absorbs the other. (laughs) Paralyzed, I'm so sorry about your bride. (laughs) From a technical standpoint, what do I do with Ethel's character sheet now? Um, What was the differences between the two Ethels? One Ethel was like jacked and the other Ethel was not. Um, So like one was much, much farther along and the other one was still basically beginner Ethel. Well, you definitely have all of the jacked power level. So you have jacked power level and a fresh lease on life from beginner Ethel. All right. Cheers. (laughs) Um, I feel like everybody gets a beat because that was eventful. (laughs) So as you are in your time ship, the fires are still glowing around you, but you can tell that they're from Mona and that this is just how Mona's brain works with the fires. The rest of you all perceive as once that you are also in direct communication with the time ship. The time ship can create an avatar for you to speak to. Like you saw that blue person before, you think that that was actually the previous avatar of the time ship, but it's kind of like the Cortana of whatever time ship is up to. You can also just speak to it. You don't need an avatar at all. It's a time ship. No, we totally want an avatar. Yeah. Want it to be like a cat, but also half cat and then half octopus. So it has like all the tentacles, but really cute face. Yes. (laughs) But can I have nine tentacles? Because cats have nine lives. (gasps) Yeah, that's perfect. Um, Yes, but they're also tails. They're not tentacles. They are cat tips. Ooh, kind of like Miles. And uh, it's going to float around the brain space of your brain, looking cute, batting its many tentacle paws up into the air at little dust mites that float through your brain or whatever else might be hanging out in your brains. I totally trust a cat to pilot a time machine. (laughs) Rex, 
Rex reminds you all that what you think does matter. You've just created an agent of chaos inside a time machine. Hannah's pleased as a punch. <laughs> I'm sure it'll have no consequences. It's fine. Fuck us. Uh, so okay. we never got to figure out what Parallax was thinking, just being sneaky. Yeah, and as you remember that, there's definitely like a parallax-shaped hole in the environment where you're all very much one being and parallax is very closely holding his cards to his chest. Um, And you can all feel the abyss leaking out of parallax. Parallax is already a dangerous person. And parallax, what's your wisdom like these days? I am unfortunately teetering on insanity. The magic has uh, has become too powerful for me to control. I struggle to control it every day, yet it consumes me and I can't walk away from it. I aspire to be the, the strongest mage, the time mage. So it's just a matter of time. If I keep going down this path, that it just... I, I've become one with the magic and the thing. While we're connected, can I give you some of my wisdom? No. Oh. Um, you can all make wise choices right now since you share the highest of your wisdoms. However, Parallax, he is damaged and you can all feel it. Um, can we try and figure out why through mind magic melding? Because we're concerned you and know, also it's attached to us and uh, I don't really want the abyss attached to me. It is not really mind magic. But Ethel, would you roll death gnosis? Yes. Four. Four is a lot of successes. So as you examine Parallax, you can tell that he is on a dangerous path where he's his magic is essentially threatening to consume him because he has used it so much and so wantonly. His wisdom has fallen. Uh, you can, oh God. Um, his wisdom has permanently fallen to two. Um, unless he spends experience points to raise his wisdom, he's going to be stuck at low wisdom, which is very dangerous because he can essentially become a completely soulless being. Yeah, (laughs) so Mona's definitely thinking, what if we combined parallax permanent, like we did it with uh, Ermengarde, what if we combined Parallax with someone else and that way he would get some wisdom? You do have a completely innocent Wisdom 7 being right outside of your circle. She's got a spare body. Till death do you part. <laughs> However, the problem isn't with his body or really with his mind. It is with his soul itself. 
So, unless you kill Parallax, by which I mean delete his soul, then you will not be able to raise his wisdom. So what you're saying is, there's a chance that I could merge with Rex. But is there a chance where I would keep my physical form and absorb his consciousness, therefore gaining all his magic and strengths? Magic is tied to the soul, so there's no way. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you delete his soul, then you will not get his magic and you will still have two wisdom or potentially lower wisdom. <laughs> Probably lose wisdom doing that. <laughs> so are we also hearing Parallax wonder if he can just full on absorb the you soul? Guys, and magic all, this is all of your train of thought. You are all sharing a train of thought right now. Hannah wants to project Parallax from the hive mind. He's <laughs> concerned. The ship does uh, shudder. However, you do feel that you have reached your destination if you wanted to break the bond between you. Yes. Wait, can we share, like, we can't share wisdom, but can we share experience with Parallax so we can buy more wisdom? I'm going to say yes. You can use the time ship to share experience. Could I give him like one Ethel's worth of experience since I just merged two together? I'm going to say that you have gained, I was going to give you some experience points for the merge. I'm going to say that you have gained five experience points from it. It's a lot of experience. And if you want, you can give five experience points to Parallax who immediately invests it in time six. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Yeah. I'm being completely honest. I, in order to increase wisdom, I need to make it an obsession of mine to actually improve my character. Otherwise I'm just going to spend it on time. So you have to convince Parallax to want to do that? Yes, you do. Um, Parallax, what is your gnosis right now? Five. How many obsessions do you have? Uh, I think I only had two. Um, what are they? So one of them is master time magic. You've done and it. And the other one's yeah. Uh, the other one is uh, clear my name with the um, the silver the magic word. That's what I'm looking for. Um, I am going that's to say the ladder of order that. Right now, because this is such a profound moment, you may change one of your obsessions. Well, so technically your name's cleared because everyone who had uncleared it doesn't exist. Yeah, it's true. Well, I guess not clearing my name anymore. Still going to master time magic. <laughs> All the points. <laughs> Uh, all right. Mona, I think you just convinced them to do that. He could have switched the other one and tried to like gain the respect of his peers instead of trying to master all of time. Whatever, no big deal. Uh, I'm sure this won't backfire at all, but you can be obsessed with restoring your wisdom uh, 
Is that how you're wording it? What are you saying? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm going to say soul searching. Uh, appropriate. You're obsessed with soul searching. I like it. Okay, this is our chance to fix you, Parallax. You want more wisdom? I still have a wisdom to lose. It's fine. Yeah. Yes, will you put the experience we give you towards gaining wisdom and you can't lie because we're connected. Which means you also can't have your fingers crossed because we could uncross them. Sure, yes. You all also know that you could make him swear an oath to do so. Yes, I do that. You know, just to be on the safe side, Parallax. We love you. Sure. I, I will make an oath that the experience that you give me in this moment right now will be spent into restoring my soul to its former stable self. Increasing your wisdom. All right. Uh, do I have to roll for an oath? You just say it in like high speech. Uh, so it's the truth. Parallax can do it. Parallax can just do it. He's the fate mage. Great. And you can all feel whether he's done it or not. On fate notice. Oh, yeah. I, I got like five successes on that roll. So it's, a, it's an oath. I swear I'll spend it this this moment only. It's good. Putting it into my soul. Slash wisdom. Okay. I give I him. Go ahead. I was going to say, I give him the five experience real fast. So that way it has to be this moment. And I also give probably. you the five. I have five experience as well. I give it all to you. Wow. That's wow. probably nine. You're uh, so, investing in. Let's see. Uh, what did I say it cost to increase at one point? Um, Will Parallax suddenly be the wisest of us all? No, How I wise is everyone else? Bring it up. I think he'll bring it up one point. Well, if you don't bring it up the, with the, all of those points, then you'll be breaking your oath. Right. So actually, maybe I've read wrong. So it says um, two points per dot. Right. So if I just increase it one, it's two dots, right? Or is it like Yeah, no. So it just costs two to go up one. So you can go up oh. seven. Wow. Uh, you can go up to seven. You can go up five yeah, right well, now. I, I have to I did make that oath. Oh. Oh, what happened if I broke the oath? Oh, that's, good. that's my <laughs> wisdom too. We'll be matching on more wisdom. How are you all so wise? I'm at four. Wow. Break from I'm at seven now. That's insane. Wow. So Parallax okay. went from being a semi-psychotic murderer to being extremely wise. And uh, the other thing that happens is that with all of that wisdom, you can suddenly see all of the things that you did. You can see all of the horrific things that you did. 
Oh, no. Uh Oh. And you regret them. Do we see it too? Yes. Parallax, tell us some of the things. Naughty, naughty, you'll get caught. Oh, Oh, geez. Uh, I, I let my alternative selves from other realities die. Some, some, many indirectly, but a few directly, my own hands. I bent the fabric of space and time for my own benefit, despite knowing how crazy and dangerous it could be. So much death. Oh, <laughs> so bad. Uh, seven. What a twist. That's some serious team bonding yeah. time. This, yeah, that this was mind such a belt great was idea. crazy. Yeah. Uh, no, a life-changing moment. Does Hannah want increased wisdom too if we're doing this? Can we do that yeah, for you? Fine. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're very focused on revelations about their own life. Like their mom is part of the Hydra and part of this whole time machine. Kind of Rex is of the that. opinion that those people are gone and that you have other priorities that you need to worry about now. Rex has a priority. Rex has an obsession. Rex wants to delete another timeline out of existence and you all feel it and as he's thinking about it you all know which timeline too it's the anti-nega timeline and all five of you are infected rex is definitely infected but every single one of you has encountered that timeline now or has been connected to people who have. And so you know about it. You all get to know the rules of the other timeline. The Prince of 10,000 Leaves lurks in another reality. He seeks to bring his timeline, which was lost, completely eradicated, much like the timeline that you all deleted from existence. His timeline was also eradicated, but his tie to the abyss was so strong that his realm became an abyssal manifestation. That abyssal manifestation will exist as long as anyone remembers it and can bring it about to reality. Also, Anyone who knows about it does slowly go insane. You are all aware now that Rex has eaten off his own hand. What? All right, let's use mind magic and wipe it from all of our minds. He has some mind magic and might be able to do it. It would be very, very hard for him to do but he won't do it. Rex is of the opinion that you all need to remove this timeline from existence 
because that is his obsession. The timeline killed all of his friends, and as long as anyone remembers it, not just you, but anyone remembers it, it will keep trying to return to this world and will also keep trying to destroy it and replace the world with itself. The timeline that's trying to do this is the darkest timeline, the one with the ziggurat. Okay, well, we can probably use this time machine to do that, right? I mean, maybe if we actually get Parallax to be master of all time, but in like a really healthy way. I don't even know how to do that. I don't think we want to travel to that timeline. So with Rex bringing up the, uh, the Prince of a Thousand Leaves, I had a moment where I knew of that way back at the beginning of the story. And the whole beginning message of Rex, the missing hand, does it come flashing back to me now that he's brought it up again? No, because that was another timeline, not another memory. Oh, right. Wait, wait, wait. Was I'm trying to read the giant chart of notes and is, there's so much going on. Was the secret concordant related to the timeline or was it not connected? No, it is. There's a line between the they secret concordant and the timeline that shouldn't exist and the Council of Bad Parallaxes, and also the White Putnams and the Eye of Anus and the Mystery Third Signatory and uh, Witch Hollow Farm and so many different things. Okay. So we all know that the secret concordant, whichever, whatever mystery, mysterious thing it is, is related to the timeline. But if we destroy the secret concordant, we destroy the timeline? Or we accidentally bring the timeline back. Let's not do that one. Rex thinks that you have to do something, and the secret concordant is the best clue that you have. Before he was awakened, he was a private eye going out doing detective research where he shouldn't have. Nice. Um, okay, so that was in Salem, not the Salem that we know, it was the old 1692 Salem, which is where we were going to. Oh, that's right. That's where we were going. Where you are, in fact. That's where we are. Oh, um, want to explore. What are the consequences? Before we do any exploring while we're still connected, can we do a mind check? I always like just making sure that no one's like under some mind spell, that everyone has their own like mind intact because um, there's so many things cut that can be affecting us. And I, I love doing that. 
Um, yeah, it's fairly easy for Rex to answer the questions about anyone in the group. What is their current mood? What is the, their intelligence? Are they supernatural? What do they desire? So their obsessions and stuff like that. And do they suffer from any psychosis? The last one. Uh, Rex is going to opt out of that one. <laughs> Anybody else got a psychosis they want to share? Uh, I still have amnesia. Mm. And it's still one of my obsessions is remember my past. And that's only like that whole last interaction only stoked that fire where I got a bunch of hints about my past and I still don't remember anything. So like, I want to know. And now I never will because that past doesn't exist. Well, it might still exist, Rex thinks, in your mind somewhere. Can and Rex fix that? It's not that simple. Minds are very complicated. and He's not a master of mind. He is um, but a disciple. He's got three dots in it. So what he could do is he could help you enter Hannah's dreams. If Hannah went to sleep, you could go and visit Hannah's thought structures. I do have a question though. So if the Naga universe exists in some way because it's in our minds, does that mean the other timeline exists in our, some way because it's in our minds? Yes, indeed it does. However, it's different ways that they exist because the abyssal timeline has the abyss fueling it. And what your timeline has is only that you existed in it. That, however, is a little bit of sympathy, which means that you are still connected to that timeline. As long as you are alive, in some ways, that timeline still exists. Hannah is a very extra motivated to stay alive. They, they have that memory of saying, I am alive. And so is everyone that they've ever known. I know that Rex is opting out of the psychosis scan. Is there a reason why? Are you protecting us? Or are you hiding something from us, Rex? Because he's totally fine. No psychosis here. Well, then you would open up your mind to us. Nothing to hide. I have a lot of things that I don't want you to see. Well, you can just open up the psychosis part. I mean, do we really want to pry so much into his private life? Well, I mean, we all know that you love Chain, which is adorable. No, that's Finnegan. He's dead. Oh. I forgot about you. That's awful. 
Yeah, he got put in the Hydra and then we killed the Hydra. And we unmade the Hydra. We killed Chain's lover? You killed Chain. <laughs> Chain got unmade. Um, you do all remember that Rex did have a connection to the Nemean, actually. Oh man, I know the Nemean. We like mind pry into that little crevice. Also, which Nemean? The Nemean. They're all the Nemean. Um, Picture is a dude I don't like. And we're going to learn about Rex and the Nemean, and then it. Uh, Hannah's getting excited about adventuring. Yeah, you can see that the Nemean and Rex have political ties. Rex is a member of Mona's order, the Mysterium. And the Mysterium is indebted to the Nemean because the Nemean has been protecting the secrets of Boston for some time. He's ruthless when it comes to the people and he's a ruthless protector of knowledge. He was working along with the Guardians of the Veil and the Mysterium and the Silver Ladder for a while. Rex is aware that the Silver Ladder itself actually set the Nemean up to take the fall because they were concerned that he was too close with the Mysterium and too close with the Guardians of the Veil. They also had a plan to replace him with someone else in the city, but Rex doesn't know who. Back before he found out about the secret concordant, back before he found out about the other timeline, he used to do favors for the Nemean. Things like erasing memories from people's heads who knew too much or investigating mysteries that, about things that he perhaps shouldn't have because it was on one of those investigations that he and his cabal found out about the other timeline. Ever since then, they have been the ones who are responsible for stopping its incursions into this world, or I should say that they had been because uh, they are all now dead, except for Rex. They were eaten by the cannibals. And when you are eaten by the cannibals, you are sent into the other timeline to be tortured for all of your existence there. So he knows that his friends, his best friends, um, the people that he loved were destroyed by this timeline and kind of destroyed by his own actions. And you all feel his guilt about doing that. Does he know why the Shadow Chorus is missing their strongest space mage? He does not know that. He's a space mage himself, and he did know that the Shadow Chorus had space mages, but he's never seen them besides for a few times where he saw them at the, uh, the court. At the Concilium, I should say. Um, the inside of the time shift, the room where you physically are, 
used to be a square room filled with books. But since you are in control of the time ship now, uh, instead of a square room that is centered around the Cosmographicum, you can make this room appear as anything you want. The ship can create matter, so you don't need to have the matter magic to do it. I would note, though, that extensive matter creation will deplete the energy stores. And if you deplete all the energy, you'll need to go into the Fey to figure out how to get more. So Ethel was like filled with ideas of how to make it look way more attractive, like softer angles, maybe a fireplace, better furniture. And then at the thought you'd have to go into the Fae to like bring that energy back completely has dropped that sense of thought at all. It's perfect well, and square. Just I mean, it <laughs> it's easy. It's a small amount of energy to be able to change the room in the way that you're describing. Um, but the inside of this room could at like the maximum become the size of a small city. It doesn't have enough energy for that. One of Ethel's like goals since she's set off on this mission was to have like a proper comfortable bed to sleep in. So like I have it, my goals are no higher. I just want squishy furniture. <laughs> Um, does anyone have any experience points left? Yes. Uh, for each point of experience, you can get a dot of haven. So one dot would be a fairly nice, like, large room. Two dots would be several rooms. Three dots would be, like, a full house plus. Um, let me look up the full merit. You know, I would vote for a couple of rooms. I think we've spent enough time in a single room together that it, I think some people didn't enjoy it as much, but maybe being shared minds is making us a little bit closer together. I mean, I thought it was nice when we had a house, just like with a house with furniture and food. And can look like anything you want it to. I've got furniture in my house. Ooh, plants, how about some moss? <laughs> I'm just picturing like Ethel makes like big leather couch and then Hannah covers it with moss like. <laughs> the moss is <laughs> additionally so I'm looking at the second edition book it's not called Haven anymore it's called Safe Place but I think that's worst name I'm calling it Haven um, and the other thing is that you can invest in security with merit dots and 
for every point that you put in Haven, you get a bonus on your initiative when you're in the Haven. So if something tries to attack you here, you probably go first. I will happily put at least one experience into uh, the Haven. And with okay. Hannah's experience point, uh, and with Parallax's experience point, that's going to be a three dot haven for all of you. Cute. What are you calling the center of the time ship? Uh, the cottage. Does it look like a cottage? I have no idea what the style is besides leather, couch, and moss. I'm pro cottage. Yeah, it could be all cozy. Um, with three dots, do you want it to be a large cottage where it's just the inside, or do you want it to be a small cottage with a stretch of woods around it? Yes. Can there be a well in the back for old time's sake, but not a super creepy well uh, with no one's body stuck on the inside of it? Just like a very nice, very cute well. Yeah, adorable. Doesn't even have to have water in it. It could just be like aesthetic. It's fine. <laughs> is it a perfect replica of the Covenant House or does it have a whole new floor plan? Imagining mm -hmm. like the Weasley house where it's kind of like tall and wonky. Like kind of spaces on the first floor and then just like we each get a room stacked on top of each other. Yeah. <laughs> Hannah's is mostly like open to the elements because they can <laughs> they're kind of beyond need at this point physically oh man in critical role they have like a pocket house like this where everyone has a floor and there is a levitation spell to carry you through the floors how do you get up and down this floors is there a staircase Yeah, like a spiral staircase. Okay. And then at the bottom of this giant spiral staircase is the Cosmographicum that you can all reunite around. Your physical bodies are there now. So is Alora looking around as the whole room, like the books fall and then merge with the floor and the house erupts out from the center and then fills the entire space. A cat with nine tails floats around. It also only has nine tails. There's no like other limbs, except the tails have little claws on them. Oh, um, can, can we look at my back? I think I have a cursed back and I just like, and then show you, I've got like an eye scar on my back. Can we get rid of this? Ooh. Um, yeah. 
with a quick prime check, you can all tell that it is an infection from the other timeline. You've been infected with the other timeline, just like Rex has. So no, I can't heal it with life healing. It's the abyss. So we have to get we have to get rid of this timeline to get rid of the scar on my back. Or something. I could There's like something. give you wings that kind of cover it, but maybe not a good idea here in 1692. Yeah, I'm sure like terrible skin will be super popular in 1692. So all the better. <laughs> Ethel's right. not excited about having to be like 1692 looking. Um, in Ooh. that way, Ethel and Victoria are very different. <laughs> uh, this is a very good point. Um, does anyone else need to look more like they blend into 1692? I mean, like physical form wise, uh, Hannah needs to change their hair color. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure like worse teeth, but I'll just keep my mouth shut. Can we do the townspeople would prefer that? I'm going to hate it here. Please stop me from getting burned at the stake. Um, and Hannah's gonna change their hair color to oh, brown. Brown. Mm. So upsetting. I mean, brown's fine, but it's not green. Ethel's like sending you a lot of empathy because she really understands how um, devastating a bad haircut can be. So, like, <laughs> yeah, it was four successes. It's like, Shoulder length brown, very unassuming. It's probably still too short for Puritan times, but they're not going to grow their hair longer. They're just not going to put it in a little ponytail and uh, maybe actually they're thinking, as you probably can all tell, of just hopping back and forth. Like maybe some days I'll be like a wench, and the other day, I'll be like a stable boy. Yeah. <laughs> they have plans. Um, yeah. So based on my textbooks in school, we also definitely can't dress the way we do. Um, there's illustrations and everyone looks real drab. So like magic up, I guess, some drabber clothes. Uh, drab drab montage (laughs) will these clothes like disappear as soon as we get off of our ship um actually yes (laughs) however 
Um, there is a room that can turn them into objects that can leave this place. It's called the Imaginarium. It's where the Parallaxes had set up their city before the city got nuked into existence because you can think of a nuclear bomb there. So we lost Purple Haze. So many purple haze. I just wanted to be friends and have a good time, guys. <laughs> oh man. That was devastating. <laughs> um so imaginarium or stealth steal some clothes. No, you probably need them. Do people have more than one pair of clothes here? Hmm? I imagine they do, depending on their status. Also, do we know what month in 1692 we are in? Or is it just very vaguely? All right, because if we're closer towards the end, we'll be so bad. Um, but yeah, perhaps we go to the Imaginarium. We can also think of perhaps currency that could help us out. I don't know what what would they. I guess we could just think of gold. They probably say gold. Um, yeah, perhaps food. While the Imaginarium is probably the most useful in this situation, there are eight other rooms besides for the Cosmographicum chamber. Um, if at any point you'd like to go investigate those while you're hooked into the ship, you can. But once you all separate and go to the Imaginarium, you will no longer be connected to each other and you will no longer be able to change this room at will. Okay. Have we done everything we need to do? Everyone feels even more whole than they did. They showed up on this crazy day. Um, can our, can like our common areas pantry be fully stocked? Yeah. What's it stocked with? Like frozen pizzas. Uh, Hannah also has a garden on the side. Uh, outside. It's very healthy. Just vegetables. There's also a liquor cabinet. Compared to the energy that the ship runs on, electricity is insignificant. So you can totally have an electrical circuit that will run forever and has a freezer on it. Great. Ice cream. <laughs> There's the food triangle, Mona's food triangle, the ultimate food triangle. And that is ice cream, hamburgers, and pizza. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> The time snake can create hamburgers, which means that the time snake can create dead bodies. You're welcome. 
Good to know. Anybody else want any more dead bodies or whatever? Nope. Do you all want to unplug? Wait, I want a book to appear about the year we're living in, just like a history book. So I can only things that you know can be created. Oh, well then, nope, can't do. Can Ethel have her American history book that she just referenced from school? Can you create it perfectly from your mind? Actually, with Rex's help, you probably can. Yeah. I mean, it's his. I mean, it's, there's a solid chance it's history on the Salem Witch Trail. This is dodgy anyway, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, yes, you have created a U.S. history book. If anyone can find a U.S. history book, feel free to use that as a prop. We're going to need that. Um, and also, Parallax, aren't you a professor of anthropology or something? Physics? Uh, I History? specialize in uh, folklore. Um, so I have some familiarity with the Fae. I have some, of course, some medial knowledge of the, the witch trials and the events leading to and from uh, those few months in the year we're in. But wouldn't say it's my specialty by any means. You mentioned earlier that it would be better if we got here later in the year. Yeah, so the uh, the Salem witch trials that everyone so famously knows is takes place from the spring and summer months of the year. Um, uh, it did, of course, dwindle into uh, 1693 a little bit, but the the majority of the trials and murder, or the, I guess you could say murders. Uh, um, of the so-called witches, uh, well, I think it was like, I want to say 20 of them, give or take, probably a little less than that. Um, yeah, that, that, that was basically done by the summer months. Yeah, it's, of course, there's some speculation about how it started, but yeah, it starts with one, uh, some woman uh, named Betty Paris became ill, had hallucinations, and thus sort of starting the whole witchcraft and devil mania and therefore wait so if i cure this betty person save some marginalized members of this community you could um yeah if i say That's may of 1693 so you have this basically the end of spring of the next year all accused witches were released it's like, you know december or november will probably be fine oh hell like if, if we started in like January or February be in the beginning months, but we could potentially, you know, stop it. Hannah has a new aspiration to prevent witch deaths. I have a question. Um, can we soak up some mana from the ship? Yes. Safely? Um, you can. In fact, um, the ship probably has 
30 to 40 mana, but it is not making more. You may take energy from the ship. Uh, I won't do that because I'm sure we're going to need it for like fuel. I'll just get it outside the ship. Unless, um, I'm really good at mechanics. Can I make it so the ship is producing mana with my forces and also my background in mechanics of the world? You know, I think prime, prime gnosis would absolutely work for this. Okay. So prime. And I'm using high speech and my wrench. The wrench is shattered into many little pieces of metal. Can I use my wooden crucifix? Okay. Yeah, so plus three from those two. Uh, just one success. Uh, you feel that the ship is landed on top of time but it's not connected to the world at present if it was connected to the world you might be able to attach it to the world's ley lines i'll do that uh but you're not sure how to connect it to the world so we're not actually in salem we're on top of salem Okay. Can, how do we leave the ship? Uh, I guess the ship could tell you that, that you can leave the ship from any of the rooms that are not the Cosmographicum chamber. Basically any of them that are not your house. Okay. Uh, one of the places that you can leave the ship from is the Imaginarium. Okay. Uh, and the Imaginarium is connected to the Cosmographicum. Well, we have to walk by there anyway to get our like clothes and money and stuff. Yeah. Um, the Cosmographicum is also connected to the Vox Majorum, which is that uh, room with the revolving bridges that Ethel touched a wall and then gained a lifetime of experience. Additionally, it is connected to the Labyrinthus anime, which is the labyrinth where all of the dead Ethels were being stored. And it is also connected to, oh, the modularium. Something called the modularium, where none of you have been. And, in fact, the purpose of the modularium is to take items from the imaginarium and make them real in the physical world. 
it's kind of like the Imaginarium is where you design blueprints of the item, it seems, and the Modularium is where you modify them into matter. So we have all things that we need to... I'm just gonna say there's two of those rooms that Ethel is super not excited about the idea of going to. Yeah, Hannah doesn't want to go back into the Fae at all. The Fae is not connected to this room and the ship's diagnostics calls it the Janus Drive. Two-faced, exactly. Um, what do you think, Rex? Is it time to check out the concordant or oh, we can hang out here and rest. It's been a really long day. If you all need to rest, you can do it, but I'm ready to go whenever you are. Did our injuries heal? No. Yeah, definitely want to rest then. Yeah. And we get to rest in like the house we just created, right? Yeah, you just created a house and you can rest in it. Ethel's resting like the biggest comfiest bed. Nice. Ethel's got a big comfy bed. So everyone's going to disconnect and rest. That's the plan. Yeah. Let's uh, have some good quiet alone time. All right. Well, you are all suddenly alone as you all agree to end the bond. And Alora isn't screaming, but she is looking at you with a face that could be like screaming. Mostly at Parallax. Oh, yeah. Um, it's okay. What happened? I don't know. What's going on? Uh, I'm not sure either. Um, I believe, I guess the simplest way to describe it is... We're on a time ship and we went back in time and we're in a new year. Um, I think it's best that we're all going to relax in this new abode that we've created for ourselves. And uh, yeah, I think it'd be best if you join us. How long has it been? Sometimes it feels like seconds and other times it feels like hours or months. Oh, yeah. It's only been a few moments, I believe. Uh, Yeah, it hasn't been too long. Time is certainly abstract here. Uh, I think best best for everyone involved, we just get some rest. And once we do that, we'll uh, approach this situation head on. Um, I've got a question. What was either seconds or months ago this guy attacked us? It's the tattooed man. He's here? He's here. And there's a bunch of dead Ethels here as well. Oh. Hey, Ethel. How'd they, how'd they get here? Um, well, the Ethels were already here, and the tattooed man came as part of the Hydra's attack. He tried to kill the Ethels in their physical bodies, one of the Ethels woke up and like, nah, 
but didn't kill him, and now you still have him on the ship. Oh, he's not dead. No. Well. That needs to be addressed. Is he mostly dead, or is he totally fine? Um, you did not kill him. He was incapacitated by Ethel's zombie Ethel's. They are still holding him. Hmm. Ooh, how would you all like to have a pet rat for now? I'm going to turn the tattooed man. Actually, no, let me find a cage somewhere. Is there something? A tank? Um... There's probably not. No one was thinking of it at the time, but maybe there's a. There's Tupperware in the kitchen. You can just Tupperware poke in the kitchen. Ooh, maybe part of my garden. There's like hydroponics, so I've got a fish tank. Koi pond, Koi pond no. in the garden. No, no. that is true. We'll uh. have to be on the next renovation. All right. Holes mm. in a Tupperware. Well, if all we have is a Tupperware, I guess we have a pet salamander for now. <laughs> all right. I'll, yeah, I'll run in the kitchen, gra- grab a knife, and just start stabbing Tupperware. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's do something old-fashioned. <laughs> um, oh, and we're going to have a frog. I'm turning him into a frog. <laughs> okay. Um, good old days. It is challenging to do. How long are you trying to make it last for? Is this a rope for you? I mean, you've got like five, but. Cap, please stop sitting on this. Thank you. Um, I do have five life. Uh, I have. Supreme honey, many faces, lifeless. Ah, it's not many faces. No, but I can I can use some yantras to do it properly. Um. How much of a penalty is it? How long do you want it to last? Um, let's do like a week. And then we'll return and figure it out. That's a minus four penalty. Okay. Um, and I'm going to Say in, in say in high speech, abracadabra. Because I'm thinking of like old timey witches. Double double boil in trouble, and then yeah, draw. We have time, so draw like a a sigil, a ring of sigils around him. Yeah, trying to do it old school, and turn turn him into a toad. I come out running with a Tupperware like that big and round. Here you go. I put it near your feet. So that would be minus two. 
<laughs> oh man. That's four successes. All right, with four successes, you beat his resistance and he is now a frog for a week. Are his tattoos on his little frog skin? Uh, no, he's just a frog that has patterns that look like the tattoos. That's pretty cool. Or I guess toad rather than frog. Yeah, that's super cool. All right. Uh, we'll put some grass in there and a little bit of water and some holes in the <laughs> Tupperware. <laughs> oh, man. What if this is a story about being a good pet parent? <laughs> I know stuff about animals. I'm not going to let him die. I'm going to keep him alive. Can I use death magic to like kill some flies for him? There are no flies. Oh no. There are no living things in the forest, Hannah. There are no spirits here besides for the cat octopus spirit. It feels unnatural because it's a make-believe place because it's the make-believe place which kind of means that you need to go find real world moss and bring it into here and fill the place you know like every place that hannah does just with dirt from the outside world yeah yeah you're running more of those tupperwares <laughs> do people in 1692 have pockets i'm gonna google that can you explain this zombie horde? <laughs> um, yeah, the parallax that was reproducing versions of me because I because I touched the thing. And then there was a lot of ethyls. Mm, this is a very long time ago. Also, I feel like Ethel tried to shut it out because it's upsetting. <laughs> uh, Rudy, help me. Oh, uh, these Ethels were killed by Parallax. Also, um, it turns out that if you kidnap someone from the outside world and bring them back into the time ship then it saves them as a copy so when you reset the entire document there's a second version of them i don't get that okay. did we reset did we reset something so Here's what it means. Uh, you weren't resetting it. Evil Parallax was resetting it. You could, if you wanted to, go outside, kidnap someone back to this ship, and then Parallax could rewind time back to before you kidnapped them. 
in that case, there would be both the version that you kidnapped on the ship, which kind of works like a copy and paste. It has a copy saved. And then the world resets back to the place where they still were in their original position with a copy of themselves there. Okay. And have you done this? Have we done this already? Is that why there's so many copies? You did not do it. Evil Parallax did it. Okay. And then killed all of them. And now they're zombies. Do you control them? Like, are you in tune with the zombie horde, Ethel? Uh, I thought you were asking Parallax that. No, I don't remember. No, it really helped. Well, you can control them. You have death magic. Oh yeah. They are dead. I think that's how I controlled them before, right? Mm -hmm. Was that like undead things? Yes. Um, So yes, in that way, but not by like mentally connected to them. Wait, and I don't have to like experience what they're experiencing, I don't think. No, you definitely do not. It's much more like these are zombies. You can exert your will over them. They were not even created by you. No, wait. They totally were. They totally were, Ethel. This guy didn't create these zombies. There was just a dead bunch of dead bodies of you, and you summoned them here to take care of him. Oh, yeah, that actually sounds more true. So you are totally responsible for these zombies, and you are their master. You have created zombies of yourself. Wow. I you, didn't kill. Oh, you've sorry. come so far. You, you shock me with the things you do. I, I'm so proud. Thank you. I think I didn't kill them. So I feel like it's only such percent evil. Like, um, uh, Mona is just now reveling that, you know, maybe they are a good teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Ethel wouldn't know, but Victoria can answer the pockets question. Um, in general, around the mid 17th century, so around like the 1650s is when tie-on pockets for women start to become a normal thing. So there is a, I don't know the exact fashion of Salem in the time, but there's a decent chance that women are wearing pockets which are a separate garment they tie on under their skirts. I'm going to carry a lot of moss underneath my skirt. Excellent, excellent. Um, um, can can I ask uh, Rex to just do a quick mind check with Alora? You know, yeah. make sure she's not. He says that she's not experiencing any psychosis, and he also telepathies that to you, so you don't have to sound like you are. Uh, well, I guess you kind of already looked at him and asked it out loud, but he says, no, she's fine inside your head. In okay, person, good. he just shakes his head. 
Um, Ethel, what are you gonna do with your zombie army right now? Do they wanna, I don't know. We can't take them outside, I don't think. That'd be a good idea. Well, I was just thinking that. How much energy does it now take for me to control them? No, not much energy at all. Oh man, the house now just has wait staff um, of Ethel's that can like wave pizzas or heat them up in the oven and do dishes and flush sheets. Like, wonderful. Can wonderful. I change the hair color of the zombies? Oh, yeah. Please make them They're look life. <laughs> no, they are not life. You cannot change their hair colors. I want there to be like pink Ethel and green Ethel and blue Ethel, but now they're just all going to be dead Ethel. That but I would one prime. dead Ethel too. Um, I Ethel's with- Sorry. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, you could use prime magic to create illusory hair colors on them. So it wouldn't be that in fact they had dyed hair it'd be a spell that mona was maintaining but mona could totally change all their hair colors of the devils uh i don't want to like have to like maintain concentration for those spells so well as a mage you can maintain concentration for several spells at once all right i'll do it um i'll i'll make each one a different color of the rainbow just like their whole body their hair their skin their eyes their teeth every one's all red one's all orange one's all yellow green blue violet indigo purple excellent the rainbow army of rainbow death um you can have a number of spells active equal to your gnosis you should know okay so i've got one active spell right now uh, yes, and Ethel has one active spell as well, which is having them all zombified. Sweet. Um, and Ethel, you may want to consider another spell to stop them from rotting. They are in various states of decay, but as a death mage, you could easily stop them from decaying. Okay. Ethel would know that. What do I have to cast to have that happen? Just death gnosis. And you just need to get... Yeah, I, I'll let you roll until it happens. So you can just do it. Okay. I mean, I rolled three, two zeros and a nine on that one, so... Oh, yeah. And the zeros re-roll. So you got a lot of successes. They are very well-preserved Ethels. Yes. Oh, man. Okay. So what do we do about this toad? Can Rex like look into his mind and be like, what's his deal? Not as a toad, says Rex. Oh, whoops. Well, once once he transforms back. Rex shrugs. Yeah, I mean, I should be able to unless he's got some sort of safeguards against it. Okay, so when we're off, we need like a grocery list. We need to get rope. <laughs> Clothing uh, and silver, I guess. Clothes, money. Hmm. You also know that he's a mage and mages are 
um, hard to contain. Should we? They have spells. Yeah, should we like just eat him now? That would be a crime against wisdom. I don't want to murder him. What if we just sent him out into this world? Now, that'd be silly. Send him out into the bay? I mean, he might not have any mission anymore because he's got no bosses telling him to kill Parallax. He's just... Well, he could, you know, as like in honor of them, Let's throw him into the fae. As a toad, throw the toad into the fae. See what happens. Yes. Who's going to the fae? Nope. Like, we can't. I can, I can like, yeah, go to the door and just like throw him in there and show um, The door to the fae is a perilous labyrinth. However, yes, you could in fact do that. What, what do you think about that idea? Uh, but then we can't watch him and make sure he doesn't cause any trouble. And we don't trust him. He just tried to kill Parallax. And I'm pretty sure he killed us once. Uh, the way that you know to get to the Fae is that you know you can go through the Imaginarium and then through the room with the swinging axes. Um, also, you can redesign the room with the swinging axes if you tap into the Cosmographicum. You can actually redesign any of these rooms. Uh, the other thing is that you could go through the one with the spinning floors to get to the Fae. That's the way that uh, Ethel did it previously. Do you want to redesign those rooms so it's just like a hallway? With like no swinging blades or traps or anything. That sounds pretty great. Do we all have to touch the thing again? Yeah, you all have to merge again. Yeah, let's just keep it nice and safe before I go out and do something rash and crazy. And Oh, maybe we can get a fish tank, turn him into a fish, or like at least a better toad home. That's, I mean, I don't, I'd rather do it humanely. Sure. It's already a toad. I mean, toads are pretty cool, but. All right. Is everyone in favor of plugging into the ship? Yep. Do we think if we brought Alora this time that she would awaken? You don't know. Do you want to try to bring Alora into the ship? You don't want to force awaken someone. I mean, that's how Parallax awakened and look how he turned out. <laughs> it's fine now. <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, it wasn't so bad. Yeah. Are there Parallax, pl- you were this close to wanting to murder all of us. Uh, are there pleasant awakenings does that happen yeah i chased after my dog i think right do i remember my awakening 
Actually, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know if I remember. I think that you remembered that just now and then wondered if it really was your memory. Yeah. I think I chased after my dog, but it wasn't dog. I don't know if it was my dog. Well, the thing with awakenings, if you force an awaken that isn't meant to happen or it's not the right time, it can render the person to go insane. So not bringing Laura. Parallax, are you good to go uh, plugging into the ship? Yeah, part of me wants to bring Alora though, see if she don't make it though. I know that she wants it. I feel like it would work. Do you think that would be wise? Well, I mean, you that's the thing. So she's been already very well aware of the universe that is magic. So by making her a mage, would that be a bad thing? You know that you cannot guarantee that you make someone a mage. Oh, right. She could just... Mm, There's lots of things that can that. happen when you expose people to magic. Uh, it'd be a shame to lose my wisdom after getting <laughs> And your wife. And your wife. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what that's semantics um all right we won't do that i'll plug into the ship all right everyone is plugged into the ship as Before we get, yes we should ask alora what she wants in the house because she's going to be stuck here alora so says, wait uh i thought that maybe i would just go back out to my family's estate. Oh. Um, mm. We went back in time, Alora. It's not there. To when? The house has been there for quite some time. Well, was it erected in the 19, 1860s, 90s? Whatever we are in? 1692? Yeah, 1692s? No, I don't think so. We're in 1692? Yes. Are we going to go back? How long are we going to be here? Well, you know, we don't know. But in the meantime, before we go back, you're going to be staying here. So would you like anything to stay comfortable? You kidnapped me from my house? You kidnapped me from my whole life? Well, more like saved you because, because certain things are happening during that time, that would be dangerous for you to be living right now. Yeah, you, you recall how you were sort of, you sort of had to bring you. Remember the uh, the situation at the at your home before we left? So uh, we, it wasn't our intention to kidnap you, absolutely not. But uh, yeah, it was plus safer you don't want to leave your us. husband. I want my own room. I want to be away from all of you. Done. That's fair. <laughs> what do you want in it? Because if you let Hannah pick, there'll just be moss. No, no. I want um, a bed and, you know, things that you would have in a room. A computer with the internet and 
um, maybe a nice tea set and tea and she's clearly struggling. All right, bed of moss, can't do the internet though. Uh, <laughs> Cause there's no worldwide web right now. We can do a computer. You might be able to play solitaire. We can do tea. One of the devils can deliver it to you. Which color would you like? Do you mean the zombies of you? Yes, they're called devils. No devils in my room. No devils in my room, she says. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. We'll make it nice. Fairy tale room. Okay. Yes, I, um, I think I'd like that. Just wait here. You'll have your own room and everything will be fine. Parallax, you I need to have a conversation with her afterwards. And Diana goes yes, to grab yes, your hand. As you plug in, you can change anything about the ship. However, the rooms do all have an intended function. If you change the Periculum, so that room is called the Periculum Manifesta, is a hall of challenge meant to challenge souls, and it is positioned in such a way that the entrance which it is next to is protected by those traps. It is also a protection against the Fae. It is between you and the Fae. Oh, you can change any traps that you want to there, but if you take away all the traps, there will be no traps between you and the Fae. What if we make them two-way traps, kind of like a two-way mirror? So like their traps come in from the Fae direction, but they're not traps going out. I cannot imagine something like that, but yes, I like it. Although that means it would also affect us coming from that direction. That's what the words. Probably would never need to come from the Fae in rapid time. Okay, what if we make a trap where we all know the secret of it and can quickly get through it? Like a bunch of... No. Yeah, like, like a, a button. bunch of landmines or something. Yeah, and like a secret button that pauses it so we can get through and then redo it when we get through and stuff like that. Yeah. Like you like tickle the vines and like they move out of the way or something. Exactly. As like a root you step on. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't know to tickle them, then they grab onto you and just yeah. grab. You're still whomping, Willow. <laughs> yes. all right you have changed the room to be the whomping willow just one oh no no no. and a bunch of vines on the ground like the first uh chamber in the in the um in the sorcerer's stone 
And there's also a wall that closes in with spikes. But if you say the words, go away spikes, then they go away. And then they'll restart after you've passed. And also a giant Indiana Jones ball that will crush you. However, if you do a jumping jack, then you can just jump over it. What about the tree? It'll crush the tree. I think that oh, the bowling yeah. ball one is harder to do. How about the vines and then like a bunch of the whomping willows, but they're all like connected, like the, like it's all one big organism. Like the vines are like the roots that move around and then they're all like, like mushrooms, like the trees are the extension mycelium on mycelium um it will not be alive it will be a construct of a tree it can do things like a tree would do but it will not be an actual tree yeah kind of like the axe is swinging yeah um is just very sad about this not being an actual tree I guess there's just a trick to it and you can't just talk to it. And then also minefield. Okay. This seems a lot more dangerous than the swinging <laughs> axes. Well, we know how to walk around it. You will need to remember how to walk around it, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That won't bode trouble at all. Well, I'm going to... There's a grid where the mines are all, and it's like a chessboard, and each there's letters everywhere, and we have to go across and spell the word uh, Mona Rocks. And if you don't spell that, then you explode. But if you know the password, you're never going to forget it because Mona always rocks. (laughs) All right, all that happens. That all happens. Sounds great. (laughs) All right, sounds like the trap room is all done. You want to do anything else? You're going to disconnect. Oh, Alora's room. Okay. Uh, And toad container. And road tank. And bugs or whatever for it to eat. Can we make it constructed food? I guess we're making Dead ourselves bugs. constructed food. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. With a supply of dead bugs, Laura's room, a trapped hallway, which you need to say that Mona rocks and is also an artificial tree, you disconnect from the computer. And rope. And rope. But that's not rope we can bring outside we still have to go to the imaginarium oh yeah i was thinking like just in case we had to tie up anyone in here like mr toad yes okay all right i'm gonna go lay down says rex i'm pretty tired yeah me too 
Um, yeah, and it has some thinking to do, but that gives Parallax a look like, talk to Laura, explain the thing. <laughs> and then goes up to their very moss covered nest. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna go talk to Laura and try to smooth things over. Yeah, sounds like a skill challenge. What social skills are you using? Oh boy. Uh, I can uh, use, so I guess I'll use uh, persuasion, socialize, expression. Actually, do I have to name them all out? Or Pick one of them and one? then it could be expression manipulation, for example. Yeah, let's do uh, persuasion, uh, manipulation. Okay, persuasion, manipulation. What are you trying to persuade Alora of? Uh, that, jeez, uh, you just haven't done. So, Alora, it's uh, I'm terribly sorry to reset you. I I promise that this is a temporary situation. I didn't want to alarm you with um, the, the gravity of the situation. I can only imagine what's going through your head, the fact that we told you it was the year 1692 and not, you know, 2020. So we, uh, I, I, I promise it's a temporary thing. Uh, and I, I, I just didn't want to upset you. I should have mentioned it earlier. Uh, I'm sorry about that, um, but we'll do what we can to make you comfortable in your time. Sound good? So yeah, you're just trying to reassure her, trying to tell her that yeah. it'll be okay. Um, why don't you roll that check? I'm going to cat. No. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. <laughs> I did not succeed at all. Um, Alora says, when can I go back? Uh, well, you see, time is abstract. It's hard to say when. Um, I could, in theory, is I could it, promise it'll happen. Is it like a week? I don't know if I can spend a week here in this house. There's no internet. Uh, so you can keep yourself entertained with that internet, right? My phone doesn't work here. Neither does mine. I have a tea kettle and a bunch of zombies and apparently pizza. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't live not. on zombies and pizza. Well, I'm not very fond of the whole zombie thing either. But... We'll make it through this. It'll be okay. 
I'll get you home. I made a promise to your dad, remember? You better, she says. She's going to storm off. And that went well. This is the worst honeymoon, she says, and she slams her door. Also, she's 19. Uh, How old are you, Parallax? Oh, I'm like in my 30s. Space. Yeah, I remember uh, when we were against this marriage. <laughs> yeah, I remember trying really hard to shut down that wedding. And this is how we got access to the times was Alora. Mm. I took one for the team here. There were other yeah. ways. It's okay, you're wiser now. <laughs> yeah, you probably regret it. <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh 50-50. Some regrets. But no, I, my my new wizened self will not forsake her. I'm not gonna do wrong by her. Yeah, that's that's the new wizened self will do. So um Allura's gone, Rex is gone, Hannah's gone up to a moss nest. Um, everybody else is retiring. Mona, what are you? Oh, I, I took the toad Tupperware into my room. Perfect. Mona, where do you go? Um, Mona's room is like right above the living area, and it's just like the biggest bean bag you've ever seen. Um, and it just engulfs Mona. <laughs> she just like ah, flies on it and then just like slowly sinks into beanbag. Parallax. I guess I'm going to let Laura be by yourself for a bit. Um, I'm going to go to, uh, what's the name of that room that replicates things? The Imaginarium. Imaginarium, yeah, we go there, just sort of imagine my own room slash abode for a bit and sort of try to pull, get some rest and relax there. Okay. Um... You're going to sleep in the Imaginarium. You could have designed a room for yourself back in the Cosmographicum chamber, too. But you are going to the room where whatever you think about becomes reality. And Ethel, where you have a room here in the Cosmographicum? Oh, yeah. Ethel made a like beautiful bedroom with a huge fluffy bed with like a brass bedstead and like lots of uh, fluffy pillows and comforters and um, there's like posters on the walls and whatever she's a teenager like it's wonderful but in particular there's a giant soft bed which like having things exactly what, as she wants it has been like one of her what is the word her aspirations aspirations you immediately gain a beat yeah 
Or actually, it's one of her obsessions to have all the nice things she wanted. But Oh, well, then you still gain a beat. And you keep it, and you just want to get more nice things. Hells yeah. <laughs> oh, that's uh, upsetting. That's dangerous. I can just make them. Anyway. That's right. Okay. Uh, and you can just make them. And as you are retiring to bed, um, just before you're able to really settle down, your ghost court appears. It's only two ghosts at the moment. But Byron and your former nanny, Ethel Stubbs, appear before you. You've done so well, says Byron. You've escaped our family curse. There's only one thing tying you to that curse now. Which is? The other people who know about it. All we have to do is be rid of them and we'll finally be safe. And that's where we're going to end this session. They're talking about us. Yeah, I mean, we probably know about the curse because we mind melded. I just don't know what it is. So, um, of course, everyone gains a beat for playing. You all gain an arcane beat for controlling the time ship and like designing stuff. I think that Parallax gains a beat for his confrontation with Laura. I think that Hannah gets a beat for putting that tattooed guy into a rat body. Anybody else accomplish any aspirations or obsessions? Feel free to switch any aspirations that make sense, but that's it. We've come to the end of this session. Thanks so much for playing, everyone. I need to switch everything because none of my aspirations and obsessions matter anymore because we just destroyed the whole timeline. <laughs> <laughs>